All right, cool. I'm back on. All right. Yeah, everybody's back. Real quick. That's what I like. Right. I'm restarting the whole show, so I'm not worried about doing uh, the particulars till later on. So with that being said, you two are a couple. Y'all been together four months. How did y'all meet? Oh, wow. Uh, we actually <laughs> met through like a Telegram group, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you know the basic Telegram retool groups? Like, I'm not really a fan of it, like, mm-hmm. per se. Because it like just pretty much kind of flooded up my timeline and stuff like that. So I found him first. Like I was digging his style. I seen he did this shoot at this arcade shoot. I was like, oh shit. And I seen that he was a nerd. And I honestly have like an infatuation with nerds. So I was just out so much. I was like, let's shoot together. Oh, okay. So 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 basically you chose him. You said that's me. That's me right there. I thought no. no. <laughs> I didn't realize what it was gonna be. I thought we was just <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we didn't realize it. Yeah, we didn't. Like it was um, yeah, cause we, cause um, actually um, we just we she didn't like me at first. Mm-hmm. Cause, like um, cause I I like I talked like like the unorthodox at times. So basically, I would say, hey, like we just headed off with some ideas. I'm like, yeah, man, I can't wait to do some little rat things with you. And she kind of took it all like the, another. <laughs> she she took it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, it was like, um, so at first, like, she was like, "Yo, so you, so you just called me a hood rat?" Like, nah, I'm, just, I'm just vibing, man. You know, so yeah. like, yeah, that was just like a little miscue, but yeah, we just mm-hmm. pretty much kicked it off. And I was supposed to leave er, um earlier, but I ended up staying longer because you know, you know that little crazy snowstorm we had um earlier yeah. this year in the south, and it was crazy because all I wanted, all I had to do was fly to Atlanta, but Atlanta was the snowing though, Tennessee and Virginia snow, so. My flight delayed because it couldn't fly over those states. So I ended up, mm-hmm. kinda, you know, basically staying longer. And we got to know each other and we discussed, you know, like more of like the business ventures, our end games, the production. Like, and then she picked my brain out, like, what do I done? Like, you know, because I've been in the game for like almost like eight years now. So Damn. I'm like, it, it, yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't see, it doesn't look it like, look, look like it at all. But. I don't know, just dorky, dorky the internet and dorky games just blew up like just sporadically. It just, yeah, it, it's like still you, praising it up. I just kept seeing you and seeing you and seeing you. I said, like, okay, okay, this dude has got to get catching some heat here. <laughs> now, I won't say all that. Like, I'm not, it's not really the heat. It's just basically the fro mm-hmm. basically stand out more, like better than the, the brand because people was like, yeah, man, I see you do your thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you out here, man, you, that's you, that's you. And mm-hmm. basically, it's not really about that because when I made my brand, it was because I didn't I didn't really feel like I want to be a poster boy because I'm not a poster boy because mm-hmm. you know how the mainstream is like yeah. they want that that you know, like thin cut look they want the abs like it's double standards as an African American you know like a yeah. performer and like I was discussing you know, with my girl a couple of days a couple of days ago like if you're like white Hispanic or anything you can comment on on set average body set a six incher you on set. But like we a black person, you gotta be like this mean, like fit cut guy, ten inches plus, you know, six ass. I don't want to sound like I'm hating or anything else like that. No, but no, it's always, they, but it's always what they want the is the man. They want is the, the, they the want the man dingo. They want the yeah, man. Absolutely, and that's absolutely. What, that, that's the, that's the man. Like, and you can't get mad at that. Like, yeah. as, like that's supplying demand. Like, um, people wouldn't want that. But also, you have people that's pretty much spending a lot more money than mainstream because now you see mainstream hopping on clip sites now. Mm-hmm. Like they losing money to content creators with OnlyFans and everything else because everybody's be creating more creative, you know, scenes and creating mm-hmm. like you know e- erotic like ideas than them because they still doing the um they still doing the same thing like you know boy scouts, girl scouts, stepmom, stepdad, but like people they want to see more, they want to see more creativity. So that's why I pretty much brought like you know dor- like Dorky Darian with my mm-hmm. roommate because she used to cam, and like it was. It wasn't supposed to be like a nerdy look, but mm-hmm. like I just had, like, I just threw it on because dorky can mean so many things. Like you can yeah. be a dorky like mechanic, like nerd, or you could be like a dorky skateboarder. Like you know, it's mm-hmm. like you're you're basically like like you know you're you're a goo, you're you're a goo ball. That's mm-hmm. what dorky means. So you can yeah. play around it with so many so much more, and then you know just be yourself. You can watch anime, read comics, or mm-hmm. like hell, like just look at YouTube YouTube videos that are they or like even so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it very varies like it's so many so, um selections, and like to be honest with you, like I have like uh, performers that reached out to me like on, like in my DMs, 
thanking me or like just saying, hey, bro, like you inspired me to do my own thing because like no, no guy would have probably not would have done it. How the way you're doing it? Because you still I'm like, you still like this kid that's wearing suspenders. And then like you and all you see like these studs like just talking, like walking up, talking to you or intimidated mm-hmm. talking to you. And like, I'm like, bro, I'm just vibing, man. I'm just. But the thing of it is, but the thing of it is that when you think about Big Bang Theory, you think about many of the shows where you see the dorky guy get the hot girl, and you playing off of that actually helps with your branding and and, and helps you become popular. Yeah, basically, like, and then honestly, like, and I love it, and but I'm I'm all about prompt, like, I love like just talking about it, love the concept, and I'm I'm. I have the vision as, as best, like, you know, being producer and, like, basically being my own director one of these days. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I have that vision, it's just like, yo, this is dope. And I see, like, you know, for the bank, the Big Bang Theory, but it's just, like, it's it's not common, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. they want, like, you know, because every queen needs to have a king. Yeah. And my image is more of a jester. Like, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like more of, like, you know, like, as a nerd, like, middle class, but jester, like, oh, you, you know, this is jock. And then, you know, of course, that old saying goes like nurse always finished last, but now mm-hmm. it's one that the roles has reversed and like, oh my goodness. And it's kind of yeah. like a penis is it's like a penis encouragement fetish. Why you mm-hmm. it, and it like if it, it varies so much more of like you know, encouraging more like okay, if he can hook up with this girl, I can have hope of you know doing it myself, you know. Yeah. Of course, like because you have like 25-year-olds and plus have like you know confidence issues and still working out their anxieties and trying mm-hmm. to build their confidence. And when you see my porn, it's just like, you know what, like, as I'm beating off to this or, like, you know, enjoying this scene, mm-hmm. this could be me. So that's how, like, you know, my fans always reach out to me, you know, just saying, ask me questions. Like, we, we even get into anime talks. We get into debates. Mm-hmm. Um, we talking about, like, like I'm more, like, I'm, I'm mainly a second generation fan of, of like, um DC. So, like, we talk about that. Gee. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm a DC man. Like, I'm, I'm a DC man. The first gen. I'm both, I'm both I mean, actually. Huh? I'm both. I like both very much, though. So. It's certain I'm, aspects of DC and certain aspects of Marvel that I like. Yeah. Like, like um, for, for me, like, Marvel, I, I could tell you some Marvel. Like, my, my favorite franchise is X-Men because X-Men yeah. doesn't really need Marvel. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. the franchise is so big, they can do it them damn selves. Yeah, and then also like you know, of course, I like the Spider-Man in a different universe because I'm mm-hmm. a huge, I'm a huge Robin fan. I mean, well, I'm a huge Dick Grayson fan. So when I, as I see <laughs> Spider-Man, I kind of see the different Spider-Mans at different Robins and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, but one thing I can say about DC is they mastered the multiverse way more than Marvel has. Yes. In my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's just like out of hands down, like Marvel's they still killing like the, the movie, like, the movie game too as well, like the storytelling yeah. and the prop of based on the comics. But mm-hmm. and also like also I mess with Fantastic Four too as well. Like I like Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I mean that's OG. It's just uh, it's just unfortunate like no one can never get the movies right. But <laughs> hey, you it, it is what it is. It is so, what it is though, at this point. Yeah. So Peach Buzz, how did you get into the business? How did you get into the adult film business and the adult business, period? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So I started off as an exotic dancer. I always mm-hmm. knew in my heart I wanted to be a dancer. And I went to a strip club. I seen this girl do her thing. And I thought it looked like a work of art to me. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was so cool how girls can go into these flexible poses and do such crazy things with their body. So I got mm-hmm. into dancing, you know. And I met at my club. I work in Massachusetts Center Stage. And mm-hmm. we have full-service sex workers there. So I started meeting full-service sex workers and talking to them about full-service. And that got me mm-hmm. into full-service because I understood the pros and the cons to it. And I, I mm-hmm. was everything. And I thought the pros were just so significant um, that I felt like me as an individual, I was fit to be a part of sex work. So, mm-hmm. you know, I started doing that for about a year. And then I started getting into solo because some of the people would see me um, on promotional pages, but they couldn't actually see me in the club. So like, hey, mm-hmm. porn. And I'm like, you know what? Let me start doing my solo porn for them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, about four months later, I meet this guy named Artemis. And yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Artemis, because he's really awesome, man. You know, he taught me about uh, collaborations and page shoots. You know, he introduced me to a lot of people, but it was my very first uh, boy-girl scene. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, thanks, man. 
So how was it when you did your first boy girl scene going into it? Was you nervous? Um, what was your thought process when you walked when you walked into it? I wasn't nervous at all because being a full service sex worker, you meet so many different personalities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're able to understand people's emotions better. So I have better communication skills. So it's just easier for me to tap into what people really enjoy. Like I like for people to have fun also. So mm-hmm. he's vibing out, I'm vibing out. So it wasn't really an issue. When it came time for us to shoot, I didn't really have the, there were certain techniques I didn't have, I lacked because it was my first shoot. But mm-hmm. he taught me along the way. So he made me feel comfortable. And that's mm-hmm. what I appreciate about the Artemis. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So with that, to, to Darian, um, you said you've been in the business for a minute. What got you started in the business? Um, to be honest with you, back in 2014, I was going by Darren Brown. And basically, I was a swinger, but I but I participated in, like, in fanfuck videos of, you know, with, with actresses that basically would do, like, you know, record videos. So, mm-hmm. one day, um, I actually, um, they're not in the industry no more, but, like, um, Clown and Giggles and Little Mina, I answered it, answered they ad in, in Atlanta. And once I, like, answered it, like, went, went through the procedure of getting tested and also paying $200, you know, just to, you know, get the entry because, mm-hmm. like, you know, quote-unquote fan, I just wanted to see if, I, you know, if I had a knack for it. Because um, honestly, I I was going through the depression because I missed out on a scholarship like to um, South Dakota, like um, like South Dakota University, enough for football. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I passed that up because you know, you know, when you're young, you're like South Dakota, South Dakota, shit, shit up in there. So I stayed like in the city in Atlanta, and um, that was the biggest biggest um, regret. Like um, I tried to like I played football for Georgia State, but the, um, even before like I even joined the team and everything else, the, the um the coach by Allen got fired and mm-hmm. it was just like a, it was just like a cluster cluster fuck, and mm-hmm. I just wanted this whole depression and uh, and after that I just like basically um pretty much tripped over I won't say tripped over just hobbled over to like you know the swinger lifestyle and mm-hmm. that's how that happened to transition into like you know just doing fan fuck videos because I wasn't really thinking about it as a longevity wise it was just trying to escape like my fuck up like my my ultimate like my ultimate regret in life mm-hmm. and i but it took down to like for me to like you know for someone for counter gigas they told me like you have an actor like i like your performance and i i just had like you know just the look so i started doing it some more and actually you know you know homemade like couples they have clips for sale and they sell like mm-hmm. videos on that site mm-hmm. so a couple of like couples like they'll come to the clubs, you know, start booking me as like just as a male actress and st- or stuff like that, you know, as an exclusive, because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll just like kind of like look out, they say who who's there, and they want exclusive to like do their wives, or they'll just basically have like guys to come in and stuff like that. But it was just basically they just want that whole exclusive thing, and also more. So I was kind of like you know offering companionship and also doing scenes as well, but. Mm-hmm. I, I would say fast forward to like 2015, 2016, around that era. Like, I just thought to myself, like, since I've been accepting like bookings and paid like this, I'm like, I'd rather just, you know, I feel like I have the confidence to make my own content because um, I shot with um, BBW Highway Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my first shoot, like, with a BBW, like, on a, on a pro amateur set because I did Reality Kings in 2015 too, as well, but mm-hmm. they never really released the scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, it just happens. It just happens. Yeah, like, actually, yeah. I haven't released a lot of scenes, but um, yeah. but BBW Highway, like I, my first shoot was like on um, Pro Am, was like Lala, like Lala everywhere, and like pretty much it was cool. Got the jitters yeah, out I the way. So I, I seen that. That's seen. Yeah. Yeah, not forever. Um, and a lot of everywhere debt, you know. And mm-hmm. basically, that's when I started like changing my whole image of like Dorky Darian. Mm-hmm. Um, because like just pretty much like I just felt like it wasn't me because it just took me like one day to sit in my apartment. I'm like, yo, like mm-hmm. I can't just go by Dar- you know Darian Brown. Like I need something mm-hmm. like I need something like that's going to like I feel like good about making my content because we mm-hmm. all go through like that stuff. Like you know you feel like it's it's such a burden to you to like keep on making scenes keep on thinking about like this that you know it's not your own creation you don't feel like yourself and it's one of those things it's like you you think about it and you kind of lose yourself too as well to the point that like you kind of lack in the performance mm-hmm. so 
it felt like it, I was just I was just wasn't having fun. So I had to re revamp it because I was almost on the borderline of like just quitting. Mm-hmm. And then um like I said, my roommate, one of my, my best friends, um, she used to cam and she was like, you know, you just have to have like an image or like have something that you know that that appeals to you the most. Mm-hmm. And then we just brainstormed. It was like, well, you're nerdy, but you're not too nerdy. Like you're more of a hipster, but you're mm-hmm. alternative, so you we can't call you a hippie. Mm-hmm. But you you have a tab of the golf and like Andy too, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, did it go out? He probably still talking. Hold on, I'm gonna wait and see if he come back in. Yeah, he went out. Ah, I'm gonna have to redo it. Okay. I'm gonna meet you back. Okay. Yeah. Now she about to come in. She'll come in in a minute. Now finish what you were saying. Oh yeah. Um. So basically, um, we were just pretty much like just vibing out. So we was like, and so she was like, "Well, you're you're not alternative, but like a, a lot because you have a little bit of golf." So like, it was just pinpointing like, what do I do? Like, what do I do? So we just pretty much brainstorm. It's like, well. Geeky then doesn't sound right. Just try being dorky because you are a klutz at times, and you you kind of are obli- oblivious to signs, which I am. Like mm-hmm. seriously, I, I like hook up and everything else. I'm just oblivious until like you know I'm high or some shit like that. And I'm I'm observing, and mm-hmm. I'm like you know what that's dope. So it was like yo dorky Darren. After ever since then, the people kept seeing the fro, the fro crew growing over the years, and mm-hmm. after that, the fro just popped off and. Really, people now see the socks, the suspenders, but mainly it's the hair because, yeah. like, everybody, like, no, like, people didn't really mess with me at first. And I keep telling people, like, you know, whoever's like beginning and whoever's less will, you know, listen to this podcast, like, you may pop off early or you may pop off late, but at the, at the end of the day, though, like, you just got to keep pushing it. Like, you guys got to get out of the mud. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, like, I went through that, I went through that rough patch my first year and mm-hmm. I still kept at it. And then, like, mm-hmm. I just clawed away, like, made, like, built some bridges. Met Team VP now, like, um, out of the way. Shout out to the gang, you know. That's mm-hmm. the gang right there. Um, I met, like, some other people, like, you know, Connor Cox and signed with, you know, signed with them Cox models with them. That's the gang, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just started building up from there. And then I just pretty much capitalized on other platforms, thinking about ideas. Like, I'm, like, I'm still performing now. Like, I would say, like, I'm still young. But mm-hmm. down the line, of course, like Dorky and Aaron may, of course, have to step step down the mantle. But you still got like a a, a good, I'll say eight to ten years left in me. You know, mm-hmm. like doesn't you know who knows? But but yeah, like <laughs> other than that, it's been pretty much chill for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. like but yeah, other than that, it's been pretty much just setting up my shoots, kind of mm-hmm. like see like have an eye for like which like which person fits like this like this character I have for this scene, this scene, that scene, mm-hmm. you know. And also mm-hmm. just being just genuine and networking and just vibing out because you really don't have to shoot. The most important thing about just just networking in the business because like once mm-hmm. you build that networking, even if you don't shoot, you could be in a city and then basically your friends like, oh, since you're in the city, my friends in the city too that's looking for a performer, she can basically bridge that up like as a reference and hey, this guy's looking for a shoot, you know, he's amazing. I could vouch for him, et cetera, et cetera, and then boom, mm-hmm. another network network bridge that you know that was not built just from the help of someone else and then you know people just keep on building like this it's a community porn is a community mm-hmm. but sometimes people kind of lose sight of that you know like yeah. people think it's a, it's a competition and it's like the more we build the more we secure the back as a whole entire community self so mm-hmm. that's how the way you know oh, yeah. think you know people think about it you know so dorky mm-hmm. gang you know it's all about love positivity you know just the, the, it's a whole vibe man and dirty and they, mm-hmm. they always ride man that's the gang Put that on the game, man. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. Now, Miss Peach Fuzz, yeah. um, with you, like I said, when you transition from being a stripper to adult film industry, one thing I always talk to ladies about is speaking about boundaries before they do shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you bring that conversation up before you do a shoot, and how important is to discuss your boundaries before shoots? Oh, that is extremely important. That should actually be one of the first conversation that you actually have before you even start scheduling anything. Mm-hmm. Because you have to understand everybody has their own 
sexual desires and motives. And some mm-hmm. people don't necessarily have the same motives or some people don't have the right motives. So mm-hmm. you, you kind of got to weed out um, the good and the bad. It's like if you're a stripper working in a club, you got to weed out the good and the bad clients. Or if you're escort, you know, screening your clients, it's the same thing. When you're working with another content creator, they might not be good for you or good for your image. Um, so setting your boundaries before you start will actually give you a better idea too of the scene before you actually get into it. So that's better preparation just from the start. Mm-hmm. Now, as to to Dorothy Darren, on a man's side of thing, we sometimes have a knack not to really say our boundary to the fullest. Speak mm-hmm. to that about men speaking about their boundaries, how important it is for us to let ladies know what we're into and what we're not into. Um, it's very important because I mean, it could be like one one incident, it could be something minor, and the camera can like just shut shut down completely, and next thing you know, like you're not able to perform because she did that one thing like you guys didn't discuss at all whatsoever. Like it, it never fails. Yeah. You guys, yeah. you know, rebuild that back up, like build that trust back up. You're like, hold that weight. You out here attacking my booty. Like what's going on here? You know, like, I mean, it's not, it's not a good look. Sometimes, you know, it's vice versa. You know, like you put yeah. your tongue in an old girl's booty. She be like, hold that weight. You're supposed to go door. You know, you ain't supposed to go raise up, you know, like you yeah. play the wrong hole, you know? So it kind of, like, you, 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 I mean, it's like a trust fall. Like, you know, you, you're you ready for that person. You know, you trust the person to catch you. And next thing you know, you do that one thing. Like, hold up, wait. Everything just falls complete. And, like, and then you just fall down. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you just have to discuss everything. Like, your interests, like, your do's, your don'ts. And mm-hmm. also, and you, you just don't want to get caused, like, any, like, friction at all as well. So, we always have to, you know, respect the boundaries. But, yeah. like, but for me, I always respect the, um, the actor's boundaries because you always have to act the do's and the don'ts. That's the most yeah. important thing you have to ask. And also, yeah. of course, like, just make them feel like, you know, they're comfortable because, like, if they're not, if they're not into it, like, they're not into it. Like, have a safe word, Laura. Like, if they, if you need, if you need, like, a double tap on the elbow, like, a double tap, that means, like, okay, cool. Like, let's switch positions or, like, it's getting awkward. Can you, like, move? And, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I mean, safe word, I mean, you can't really have a safe word in mainstream porn, of course. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, because basically, you, you, you're getting booked the shoot, so it's kind of, it's it's kind of difficult, but at the same time, though, like, it's just, you know, certain signs, though, like, just, like, a tap or just, like, yeah. you know, eye, like, just eye look or anything else, but it's mainly just, like, kind of just do, like, touch, like, a certain body part so they know, mm-hmm. okay, cool, like, ease up a little bit, and then you have to communi- mm-hmm. you know, communicate, like, pro-am is more lenient, because people think it's like, okay, cool, you can stop. You can mm-hmm. say, you know, pineapples, hold on, wait, it's getting hurt, it's, it's tiresome, it's hurting. Mm-hmm. So, it's, and then also you don't want like guys in trouble too as well because of um I don't want to get deep into the conversation, but mm-hmm. like um of course of the um the Leah Raven and the um the Rico Strong like story, like it's Yeah, yeah. I, I heard about exactly, it. you know, like that like of you know how that came up. So yeah. It's always it like I'm not defending no one in that situation because I'm not I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cap. You know, it's like you know, mm-hmm. they, they they adults. You know, shit. Yeah, that's between them. But like to me, like it, it's, it's scary more, like more than that. Like you just have to respect that. You know, hold on. It puts you in a tough position because yeah, one, it's kind of like you don't know exactly what happened on set, and at the same token, you can't just discount the victim. Exactly. Exactly. You know it puts you in a tough position. Exactly, and and then I'm like that. That joint happened 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like that. Say, um, and I think another incident happened on set too as well. Like, well, um, woman got you know, ass literally. Like, dude, I, 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 I forgot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> on what set it was, but recently something happened. But same exact thing. Like, it's like you can't discredit the victim, but like you don't know what what, what happened on set. So it's like. Mm-hmm. So it's always important to communicate because, like, mm-hmm. if you're going to start smacking ass and stuff like that, like, yeah, girl, you like that. And then she t- turns out to be a dom and she yeah. looks at you crazy like, yo, bro, like, what, what's really good? Like, you kind of <laughs> going in too hard right now, bro. Like, yeah. it's only a scene. This, this, this ain't sex sex. You know, this is mm-hmm. this is like trying to get the money, trying to secure the bag sex. So I need to post mm-hmm. this online. So you got to so you got to, like, tell uh-huh. them, hey, look, don't break these boundaries. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. Don't be that yeah. guy. Now, Peach Fuzz, now you being, like I said, a, a sex worker, what have you, um, 
explain how you separate business from personal, especially when you're shooting on set. Because I know part of the business is we have to separate the personal from the business big time. Because it's kind of hard for the average person to do that when they're having sex. So please speak to that. Yes. So, you know, on set, you are obviously going to meet people who you're going to be more attracted to. And you mm-hmm. have better chemistry with. Thing is, you, there's no actual real connection after the shoot. You might maintain that friendship. But, you know, you guys start hanging out, going on dates. That's when it becomes troublesome because you guys aren't keeping it professional. It's mm-hmm. something more than just business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think as long as you stick to the target, which is getting through the shoot, it's fine to have that friendship. It's fine to be attracted to somebody. You know, you guys should be on set flirting because obviously that's going to make the scene even better. Mm-hmm. Everything offset is a no-go. But see, to me, uh, the thing of it is, is I know that a lot of cases, men, we're dumb as fuck. We get the signals mixed up. Right. So should women be a little bit more stern on how they handle their offset versus onset to, to their male counterparts? Yeah, most definitely. I feel like if you're shooting with a female who obviously has a significant other like I do, I feel like a female should be straight up. There are relationships like polygamy where, you know, the male doesn't really care, but you know, if you guys have that understanding, then it's good. It's just communication is key with everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's good about our relationship. We're not going to go behind each other's back and shoot mm-hmm. with something that we haven't already talked about, you know? Mm-hmm. Even like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. But it's just all about maintaining that communication. Mm-hmm. Now, usually I speak about the relationship, which <laughs> I'm about to get into. Please explain how being in a relationship helps you move in this business versus being single. Darian, you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, I, well, I can go. Like, can you, um, so it gives a benefit of like, for example, because of course you can shoot with your partner <laughs> numerous yeah. times and you're not going to get tired of the sex because sex is always going to be great regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, it's like it's some pros and some cons of being in a relationship in the industry because like you have like that partner and then you end up you would think like you know in the same you know work field like oh it's like you know it's chill and it's like fun and stuff but no you still have to maintain that communication because like you have to discuss your shoots you have to discuss the pay also you have to discuss like you know ideas too as well like you can go like you don't have to affect each other's brand but you have to meet down in the middle like for example Peach has her brand I have my brand and mm-hmm. like we support each other, like mm-hmm. and of course we're going to basically do like you know a, a, like a lab. Of course, which is called Dorky Peaches, which mm-hmm. is still in the works, huh. and we're going to surprise you guys with some new you know erotic stuff of you know showing our love, like mm-hmm. um, through like through the screen. But we don't try to get in the way. So, mm-hmm. for example, like if she feels uncomfortable about a person that has like ill intentions about shooting with me, for example, like, she may not be in it for the scene. She just may just be in it just, like, for, like, the sex or, like, just mm-hmm. try to, like, maneuver something. Or, like, if she just have a bad feeling that, like, you know, it's bad business practice. Like, she'll let me know she voice her opinions, and I will hear that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And then you peep me, and I'm like, okay, cool. If my if my significant partner says that, let me dive deeper and, like, and like you know, see and ask more mm-hmm. questions to, like, kind of but pretty much like you know kind of pick her brain out a little bit you know what she's what like the performance all about like mm-hmm. you know, like what are what is their plan like how do they move their business how do they do numbers how do they promote like how do they like you know pretty much like airbrush like or how do they add it like you know just ask like just mm-hmm. basic questions like you, of course it of course it sounds too much but at the same mm-hmm. time though like if they talk back at you and like and give you feed you every like response with it Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like basically they're on a shit because they 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 own it. Like they're mm-hmm. they're on it on the production side, and they're pretty much like you know gonna be serious with that part. Mm-hmm. Now, if like just disregard everything and like just show like no interest at all, and like you already know the scene's gonna be trash because like you have like your high interest is like all the way up there, and they're just like okay, I just want the scene. So it's gonna be like mm-hmm. like what's the, what's the point? Like, do you even want to do a short prompt? Now we can just shoot Gonzo and just just knock out the way basically. Mm-hmm. And now for the con, of course, like you think everything is so easy, 
like for a bit of a relationship people be thinking that but also like it's it takes a toll because mentally mm-hmm. because it, sometimes like sometimes a guy's gonna do something to your girl like you may not do and vice yeah. versa a girl mm-hmm. may do something to a guy that you may can't do mm-hmm. so it also works with the jealousy part for me mm-hmm. i haven't been in a relationship for like over a decade so when i and then i've been in the game for like a minute so and i've seen like i'm just fortunate enough to see like a lot of like you know husbands and i and i have the privilege to work with a lot of um, husbands wives that are actresses mm-hmm. in, in um in a pro man industry to like mm-hmm. see like how the relationship you know how, how they do like they trust like trust system happens and also mm-hmm. like they always you know, there to like be there for you know more support for help of course mm-hmm. as a husband boyfriend whichever like you you want to call it so mm-hmm. i just been surrounded by that to the point that you know i'm like okay cool i can feel more comfortable that you know my my girlfriend is an actress and you know stripping and stuff like that i'm like, okay cool you know my baby's mm-hmm. making the money my babe, you know, just just do you, and also, I also met like mentioned like babes, like when babes tired, she want to push herself. Like babes, stay your ass at home and get some rest. <laughs> no, hold on, no, no, hold on. I got to ask peaches. Now, when you hear girls talk about, I can't find a man, I can't do this, I can't find. Please speak to the comfortability of having a man that supports you in this business and backs you in this business with no judgment. So. I, I love it. I love it because I've, I've been in a relationship when I was a stripper and I got no support whatsoever. And it definitely takes a toll on your mental health because, you know, you're you're working for money. You're working to build something towards a relationship. So if I don't have a man that's not supporting me, I'm not really going to have the motivation and the self-confidence to really meet that goal that I want to meet. Now, mm-hmm. Darian is an awesome motivator awesome so you know that's probably why i be on my grind so much i'll be like yo should i go to work today how about today should i shoot right now and he's like yo chill just take a second and just relax but he got he reminds me all the time like you know porn is always going to be around and Mm -hmm. you need to enjoy life because porn is always going to be around and Mm -hmm. i think that's also a benefit to the fact that you know he's been in the game for so long and I'm a newbie. That's something unique about our relationship because a lot of stuff that I won't pick up on, he'll know straight off the bat. Like mm-hmm. um, some of the no-nos that I w- would have never been told about, you know, he actually helped me with that. Mm-hmm. And my skills improved tremendously. Even my production skills have improved tremendously just because mm-hmm. of the motivation that I needed. Yeah, because kind of like, it's the same as let's say Cardi B and an Offset. They kind of iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm coming from? And speak to that how both of y'all being in the industry, being in a relationship, how it makes both of you better performers because y'all talk to each other, communicate each other, and critique each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, Darren. No, you can go first. Okay. So what I think is because we're able to be so comfortable with each other, we're able to have that window where it's a judgment-free zone. We already, Mm -hmm. whatever one another is going to say is only to help better. And it's never really about me or about him. It's always really about us because, Mm -hmm. you know, in the future, we're going to have dorky peaches. So our brand is going to have to have a well-balanced harmony of a two of Mm -hmm. them. So if mm-hmm. I balance the harmony is going to take some time, obviously, but th- that comfort is what is going to keep it, you know, going. Mm-hmm. Darren? Yeah, like, yeah, and I also like to add to that, too, as well, that, um, that like, it'll pretty much keep on going, but just, like, um, piggyback what you were saying, you know, just keeping that balance, really, because we don't, like, want to clash our brands into, like, you know, just to, like, oh, it's like dorky versus peach. Like, no, like we're in it together because it's all about us. Because, mm-hmm. like, we just pretty much have just been building and everything else, just about the you know, planning and every- And she's mainly been my huge support system too as well. Because, like, like I told you before, that I'm a huge Dick Grayson fan. So, mm-hmm. when I tell people that, they kind of see the same the same personality traits. It's like, oh, he's on, he, like he moves on his own. Like, you know, basically, like he's always traveling by himself. Like, they don't know what I do, and I don't really post my moves. Because I have mm-hmm. so many lanes I can choose from. And I'm like, eh. But I'm chill. Like, I don't, like, 
it's not me being secretive. That's just me naturally. And I'm just like, you know, I just move and I just promote. Like, I've seen that, and that's pretty much it. But mm-hmm. she's been my huge support support system to like to the point that I'd be like, babe, like you know, focus on your brand too. Like, like it's cool. So like, no, but I want to do dorky thing, dorky game too, because I want to help you know help you out, and like we're gonna build you, you know, and we go and we go back and forth with that because like mm-hmm. we're both like huge helpers and we will and we like to help. So like it, that's how we clash, and it's crazy because mm-hmm. we clash with niceness. It we is a class with like, <laughs> like, like, because like to be honest, like I'm not, we're not, like we're not spoilers, but at the same time though, she likes to spoil me, and I like to spoil her, mm-hmm. and I never really had that feel, but like, but that's how we clash it because like, we get, I'm like my man, like we get into arguments because like of like paying the damn bill, like that- who's gonna pay like who's paying like you no know, oh takeout or some shit like that? We get arguments like, about that, like who's gonna cover the bill. You know, like to the point, I have to hold a gun out of head. Like, yo, I got this. You know, like, and, but like, oh, same, same exact thing for like, you know, just kind of just like I said, referring back to like just our brand per se. That's mm-hmm. like we want our fans to like rejoice and have you know the fuzz. You know, like yeah. you know, like that, that's her the fuzz. I'm you know mm-hmm. I got dorky game, and mm-hmm. then like you know we're a whole set, and then to to the point it's gonna be like merged into dorky peaches. And they were mm-hmm. just like whole, like one big ass family of like a whole network of mm-hmm. our fans, mm-hmm. our brand, and like we're just pretty much going. We're, we're building break after brick to the mm-hmm. point like we feel like you know what that here's our empire. Now yeah. here's a question I want to ask both of you: Do you think being in a relationship grounds you better moving in this relationship? I Me mean, moving in this business. Yes. To yes. Be honest with you, yes. Why? I want to hear an answer for both of you. It grounds me so much because it's like it kind of makes you realize, like, okay, cool. Here's the um the ultimate test. I'm in a mm-hmm. relationship with someone in the same line, like sex work as me. Mm-hmm. You never know what to expect because now you're like, okay, cool. I'm having sex. She's having sex. Mm-hmm. But like we're going back to the trust system and communication. It's more like okay, like you could be surrounded by women. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be like just vibing, chilling, and I could hit up base like, "Hey, babes, you know, I'm at the event. I mean, you know, it's cool, you know, like we're shooting and we're 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 shooting and like just doing work, but it's gonna be, of course, it's gonna be have that time that you know, you gotta bust that nut out, you know, like let's mm-hmm. just, let's just keep in the point point period. Mm-hmm. I don't do that, and then peace can uh, peace can like vouch for that, mm-hmm. but it, when it when the time comes though. I'll be like, hey, babes. And then babes like, yeah, babes, have fun. And vice versa. But she's mm-hmm. one to girls, though. So, mm-hmm. like, she like, babes, I want to fuck this girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool, babes. Eat a coochie out. Tell me how it tastes. You know? Like, babes, you know, just, it, it just be like that. So, so it, it's, it comes to a point, like, it keeps you grounded because, like, you have such a great communication system that, like, you, like, you can just ask your girlfriend, like, hey, babes, like, can I have sex? Like you have to have the okay, and then mm-hmm. like it makes her feel so great to us about it because I'm the one asking, and I'm asking. You know, it, it's just like the communication just makes her wet. Like you know, like yeah. you're like, ooh, that shit gets me something. You know, she's like, base, can I join? I'm like, hell yeah, like shit. We like 26 minutes away. Come on, babe. You know, <laughs> you know, so it's it's a whole vibe, bro. You know, and that's oh, yeah. how we do it. Bro. Now, peaches, you uh, going off of what Darian said, like. Because I'm naturally a sub, and it's hard for me to meet somebody who, you know, could be my dom. And mm-hmm. that I met Darian the first night we had sex. He was he he. I don't know what he did that night, but I was like, he's gonna be my dom from now on. <laughs> <laughs> he put it on your ass. That what he did. <laughs> he gave some oomph in that hunch. That what. <laughs> It so, <laughs> so it, it works out so well because like I'm I can be a switch too. So like during mm-hmm. our vanilla moments, I'm usually the one like, hey, let's do this, let's do that, you know. But when behind closed doors, Darian is really the one in charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think it, it's a well balance of you know us getting to know each other and to work with because mm-hmm. our energies flow so well together 
Um, a lot of stuff we connect with, especially from our childhoods, uh, we understand like what it feels like to be the outcast, what it feels like to be the other. So that's where mm-hmm. our alternative brands came from. So we connected a lot with that. So he understands my emotions completely when I'm having a day. He understands why I'm having a day because somebody says something. And I get it when he's having a day over some bullshit that didn't have to happen. And it's like, mm-hmm. we just on that wavelength and it just flows so well. And it's mm-hmm. magic all the time. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, once you know that person that you're supposed to be with, you just stick with that person and you just get blessings and blessings on top of blessings. <laughs> yeah. So the other question, the question I want to ask is, this is when y'all working together. Do... Y'all get, do y'all put your personal self into the scenes when y'all shoot with each other or y'all separated like y'all would if you were just shooting with anyone else? Oh no, we put our personal in it. We put our personal in it. Because, <laughs> like, why, why not? Like, yeah. Because, like, the people want to see the authentic, like, babe, pronounce that damn word for me. I'm too high. Authenticity. There, there you go. They, they, thank you. Thank you. They, they want that, you know, that Afrocentric, you know, like sex. And then, like, when they see us, it's like, bro. Don't give mm-hmm. us that work bullshit. You know, give us like something, something great, like something that you know that basically explains the chemistry within your relationship. Like, tell it, show us how nasty you guys get. You know, like, mm-hmm. like now since I'm talking about, it, I'm regretting that. I'm regretting it. So we just had, um, we had sex at her place. Actually, no, we mm-hmm. had sex in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. she's always wanted me to spin in her mouth, and I'm like, okay, cool, okay, okay cool, and then. <laughs> It, it turned me on, like just just making her wait like a little like like a little puppy because like she likes yeah. to be a dog, but she never realized that. And now I'm like as I'm speaking it right now, I'm pretty sure she's smiling like like yeah. like ear to ear right now yeah. that yeah. I'm finally admitting oh. this that like I like I held out just just so I can like perfect the final moment, wow. and I mm-hmm. got to that moment and I spat in her mouth and oh my gosh, when she I spat in her mouth, she went ballistic, <laughs> and then we just went at it. And then, like, and it was just like she creamed into everything else. But of course, we didn't we didn't record it because the sex is just too damn mm-hmm. great. We and never then, do all of the great moments. He made yeah, we we never do. But in we, the like, air. even when she squirts, like I was because think about for it. me for the first time, bro. No way, y'all not thinking about it at the time because y'all too into each other at the time. Yeah, right. I'm like, even when she squirted for the first time ever, like, like shot ten feet in the air, we did not get that for the first time, <laughs> bro. Like, like, I was like, God damn, bro. Every time she still shoots, I, I mean, one time her squirt like recently like um slapped in the face mm-hmm. and like one another one it went behind it and hit like hit the wall. Like, shit, man! <laughs> I was like, I'm like, man, like, and she be the and she be the main one pointing it out like, base, why are we not recording this? And I'm like, base, I don't be thinking about it's it. It's always like, be the good moments that we miss with our significant other that we don't record that would have made yeah, money. Man. Right. <laughs> Cause trust me, I'd be going through the same thing with my wife. I'd be like, damn, we should have recorded that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. So buddy. <laughs> so when um God, I'm trying to think where I can go on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I asked ask Peach this. Peach is this. Okay. I always talk about threesomes, and now I got a couple I can talk about it. How important it is that the girl need to pick the woman. To bring into the bedroom, I always feel that is number one that should that should always happen. What do you think? I think most definitely because the chemistry is going to be off from the jump, especially if you know your girl may have some, um, you know, questions or some confusions pertaining to the why. You know, you're doing threesome in the first place. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I feel like because I look at polygamy a lot because I always think polygamy is interesting. And you typically, mm. typically the be- relationships that work out well is when it's two best friends, two girls who are best friends, and mm-hmm. they, male, they bring a male into their relationship. So they mm-hmm. have to have that unbreakable bond. So nothing, they know nothing's going to come between them. You know, they're just adding another person and getting to know them as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I tell people all the time, you know, if you're going to have a threesome, you have to get to know the girl. You mm-hmm. have to vibe out with her. Know she's all right to chill with. You know, um, me and Darian, Darian, 
haven't done that yet. So mm-hmm. we're getting, to, you know, we're getting to it eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's making that very clear right there, Liz Joe. She's like, well, we're going to get to it. Trust me, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now y'all talk about uh, poly relationships. Um, when y'all actually eventually start dealing in that, how are y'all going to go about picking the people that would join your poly? And what qualifications and characteristics that you're looking for in that female or male? Oh, we're um, not. To be honest, uh, oh, you go ahead, babe. Yeah, we're not actually poly. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about if y'all ever went down that route, what would y'all look for? Uh, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, um, we'll basically like kind of brain, um, brainstorm as a pretty much the couple that we are, and we'll mm-hmm. you know pick their brains out to see like if they'll have interest in both of us because we're a pair, so you have to share that interest. But mm-hmm. to be not to be honest, I, honestly, I I don't see us like pairing with anyone. Like I'm not speaking for mm-hmm. us per se. I'm speaking for me. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't see myself because I'm, I'm like, babes is all is all I, all I need. Like, not trying to sound like a simple or anything else like that, but oh no, I understand. Plain and simple, yeah. Because like she, like I said, like once you have like such an amazing support system, I, I like for a woman as her, it's just like you can't. I mean, you can't look at anyone else like any, anyone else like that because like you know she's the one. Like I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to get another one. I'm like, why, why get another one? Yeah. Like, my main yeah, queen is right there, right in front of me, you know? So because it's one of to me, things. like, to me, I don't see an issue with a jump off, but to just go far is, like, move the motherfucker in, that's too much. Or, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah too like, much. It's, no, it's no issue at all, like, for me either, but it's just for me, like, that's my queen right there. Like, she's my yeah. one and only. So, yeah. like, if my babes, like, decide to, like, do it, then, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'll be open to I'll be open, but like mainly we just, of course, we discussed, you know, like who we would look for, you know, the gender and also like that too as well. But mm. like I said, for me, like it's like she's all I need. Yeah. See, I, I've been saying this. Women always ask the question, right, Dork, Dorky? Mm-hmm. You know, how do how I, you know, how do I keep a man from cheating? It, 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 let me tell you how. If he look at you as the best thing he would ever get, he would never cheat on you because he ain't fucking it up. No, not at all. Not at all. He, he, like that job that he got, he been waiting for. He ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be late. He ain't gonna miss a day. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 and then the crazy thing about it is, like, she can nag you that all she wants, okay. nag you about this, that, nag you about this. Now, nah, 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 eat healthy. <laughs> nah, 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 why you save it on money? Nah, nah. I, I'm about the same time though. You be like, damn, she nags the hell out of me. Yeah, I love this bitch too much though. You know, like, <laughs> like you know, you know. It's, it's, about, it's one of those things, you know. So that, yeah. that's what that's what Peach does to me, man. Yeah. So with Peach, so Peaches, so with you, like when y'all come up with scenes, what do you, how do y'all come up with your scenes? What inspiration do y'all pull from to come up with different scenes, different scenarios to act out when y'all shoot? Oh, I, I got shit flowing through my head all day long, literally like mm-hmm. all day. Like he'll just give me like a minute. He's just like, "What you want to do?" And I got like ten scenes right there. <laughs> And he'd be like, all right, which one you want to do, though? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I got 10 more scenes. And he's like, all right, you're doing too much. And I got 10 more scenes. <laughs> you see, that's what I'm talking about. I think like, I, is I'm go ahead. Famous, so that shit just flows. And then I took, like, drama classes. So that shit flows. Mm-hmm. It just works out so well. <laughs> yeah. So what's the importance now? The other thing I wanted to speak to is the business of it. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people get in this business, they don't take it seriously or click or think about brand or anything till down the line. I see that y'all was on branding when y'all walked in the game. So explain the importance of branding. Each of you say something about it. The, the, the importance of branding, staying on brand and building your brand. Um, It's very um big importance, like just for branding wise per se, because of course, you know, you just... The brand is that defines you as your company. Mm-hmm. It defines your company straight up. So mm-hmm. you have to build a towards that. So striving for that, you have to set up like goals. Like everybody starts somewhere. I mean, hey, I mean, hey, sometimes you have to like ask friends or like if you have like swinger friends that like very friendly and that's more open to get tested and like all, and more willing to give you like model like sign model releases, by mm-hmm. all means. Or you can book like like I mean you can book like males, females, like whatever performs too as well. 
like you can jump out the gate booking performers like you know pretty much like kind of establish your brand or whatever vision you want or vision you have because you have to have a certain vision because mm-hmm. then you just come out and just just produce i mean yeah it, it can look good and all but at the same time though you have to have an art to it mm-hmm. because even like even like with some of these companies like when uh, people would be bashing about only fans and stuff like that only fans content creators i'm like yeah sometimes they can be bougie but at the same time though you have a plethora of OnlyFans content creators that are superior, like content, like doesn't have prompts at all, but their art of like oral skills, like writing skills, like type of scenes they still do. Like, you no, know, it can straight up be Gonzo, but it's the creativity of positions and everything else that pops mm-hmm. out to people. Something like they mm-hmm. haven't never seen before, other than just like the basic Hitachi and just like just, just being a pillow princess. Like, you no, know, they're moving mm-hmm. around. So. Mm-hmm basically like you just have to define your brand like i'm not saying that you know just using as a main site but it's just like you're just like an idea of like don't worry about what people will like say or do to you like just have like a single vision like what you want to do and what's going to help you evaluate and not and like if if you want to stay stagnant i mean that's not i mean by all means there's no disrespect but like of course people that have to stay stagnant they want to evaluate um evaluate to the next level so mm-hmm. for that, it's it's a huge importance to like you know just pass it out like you no know, find like a logo or like you know just like I said just do some homework about it like you know mm-hmm. like I said earlier before like you don't have to shoot out the gate right away like it's always good to just go to like expos like you have mm-hmm. exotics just to meet people you have exhibits you have like um the um the DMCA like um convention up in Phoenix I I don't know I forgot the name of the that convention but it's really really helpful to like you know how to like to teach you how like the security systems of your how you build your websites and everything else and the pay and the billing pay systems so mm-hmm. it's, it's so many things that you can do and it'll give you a direction like if you want to go to the producer route you want to go mm-hmm. former route you want to do the dual route or you want to be a director route like what what mm-hmm. do you like want and like what do you see yourself as and always mm-hmm. always have like you know like a, a end game you know how people have like an um like the like whatever, like the photos on their walls. Base. Yeah. What's that collage? You talk about collage? uh. God, I know you talking about vision board. Vision board. Yeah, the vision board. Yeah, like how do you have the vision board? That in game is your vision board. Like where you where do you see yourself as when you step away from the game? Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. Peaches. Yeah, I was just gonna say like you know it's your identity. It's who you want to be. It's who you're comfortable. You know, being it's always about what you're comfortable doing and i tell people that all the time don't try to mm-hmm. be not because that's not going to work out for you you're not going to make the best craft that you can make and it's perfecting your craft you know mm-hmm. that's why you want to be able to improve on what you're doing and it's also building up your target audience so you know mm-hmm. what to do in the future like hey this video mm-hmm. goes, let me keep doing this more because i know people are attracted to this versus mm-hmm. video doesn't sell let me stop doing that as much or it might be you know who you're working with too um mm-hmm. it's always about that target audience and not to mention when you you know put time and effort into editing creating your logo you know making promotions putting yourself on all these different platforms your fans see that and they applaud you for working. They want to support you more for working hard because they understand, you know, as a solo or independent, you know, artist, you're putting your time and effort into something for them. True that. Now, I'm going to give you this question, Peaches. Um, you're a female that basically tapped every spectrum of the sex work trade. Please speak to how important is for female to be diverse in this business and not so turned off to meetups and stuff of that nature and how much money they cut themselves out of by not doing stuff like that? Well, it, I, I don't think of it like that quite as much because it all depends on your comfort level. So I've met mm-hmm. strippers who, um, you know, aren't okay with getting naked you know, mm-hmm. met strippers who get naked and do full service and all the works. And, you know, they all give me certain reasons why they won't do mm-hmm. it and stuff. Some might be because, you know, they had a traumatic experience or some just really don't think, you know, they're built for that type of lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. It's always tears to sex work, you know. So mm-hmm. It's 
you know, you could be a phone sex operator where I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. is not really too far deep into sex work versus you can serve a sex worker. So mm-hmm. I'm in comfortability, but I can see what you're saying from a financial point of view. You can receive mm-hmm. more money by being an escort, but, you know, if you're not in it, if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to make that money. So it doesn't yeah. make sense for you to dive into that industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the one thing I always said is that women have the luxury of choice. Mm-hmm. But which way they come in? Men, we don't have it but so much. That's what I'm going to speak to Darian about. Speak to how our choice is limited walking into the game versus women. Oh, as a male performer? Yes. Okay, um, basically, of course, you step into the game, you're a nobody. Like, just keep it blank. Just keep yeah. it on, but keep it a buck. People don't know you. You have no reference. You have no credentials. You're just starting off. So, it's just, it's the hard point of, like, just kind of finding the right crowd. And, of course, there is no way finding the right crowd. It's just one of those, like, you just have to take the leap of faith. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And see, like, what's surrounding you. So, if it's a good leap of faith, that's cool. If it's a bad leap of faith, at least you know you have the experience. Charge that up to the game and better yourself and better your like and better your um how the way you you move from now on. So, as mm-hmm. a male performer, it's like it's kind of hard to reach out to people because it's one of those things like, well, you don't have any links, you don't have any work. Like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like, see, you know, it's just kind of like show the mile, you know. Yeah. So when I tell like new people, I'm like, well, if you're looking to work with people and build up, it's always good to book. Cause and the booking, I know people <laughs> frown upon like, oh, I'm not gonna pay a talent, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get out the mud. I'm like, it's cool to get out the mud, but at the same at the same time too, though, you can <clears> expedite <throat> that by just establishing like a, a like a friendship within mm-hmm. that booking, and all mm-hmm. it takes is one, and next thing you know, one can turn into three. Mm-hmm. Three can turn to six, mm-hmm. six and ter- turn to twelve, and it continues on. And like it, it takes time and takes effort. But at the same time, though, like as long as you do the right thing and provide the right documents of like testing and bringing like your model mm-hmm. releases, and you actually you know pretty much re- you know present yourself and know that you're serious about it. And then you know it's crazy because mm-hmm. a lot of cats you know will hop in the messages real easy, saying like put me on, put me on. What's the game? And to be honest with you, it's really hard to find guys that want to, like, shoot for scenes. Because, like, when people, like, you know, give a shout-out, say, hey, who wants to be an up-and-comer? People say, me, 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 me. But it's a lot of guys that get cold feet because they all talk. But no, mm-hmm. yeah. because sometimes I'm like, you you really got to have a knack for it. So, mm-hmm. and also, because, like, people, like, you know, ask about that. Oh, you go ahead, my good sir. Yeah. No, because even to the point, like, for example, a woman can come in the game immediately and start dropping content because all she oh, needs absolutely. to do, though. Mm-hmm. Us, we got to go find a chick mm-hmm. because we can do solos, but we can't make the money that girls make off of solos mm-hmm. because because what people don't understand is men fan base is mostly gay. They don't want to see us jerk off. They want to see Dorky Darian fuck peaches because they want to pretend that they're peaches. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, I, I, I mean, there's fifty fifty two with it because you're at camming. I mean, you can't make money. It's just, it's just how the way you got to do it though. Mm-hmm. But camming is kind of frowned upon. Like, of course, like it's it's insecurity for men because like when men starts camming, it's like you know people get laughed at you or like companies look at you different because like oh you used to be a cam model, so you see you see like <laughs> you know you, you did this yeah. you know like yeah. But at the same time though, like I have seen like plenty of people that that, that done solo content before. But mm-hmm. the only thing about it is they have to fight off that insecurities or they have to fight off, you know, just pretty much not getting, getting you know, sought out as. And then, you, yeah. you, I mean, right now you still see it. Dudes yeah. just come out the gates like just, hey, look, they got a nice size, nice body, got a nice look. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, I mean, they'll be like, okay, cool. I like your style. I mean, people yeah. have different interests and tastes. But I see where yeah. you're coming from, though. Like, they're definitely yeah. like, I, but I, I suspect where you're coming from, too, as well. Like, you know, it, we're yeah, limited. Because- because understand this, so people can understand this. Male talents is, is our bones is based off who we fuck. Females yeah. don't have that same. They they they. It's not based off of who they fuck. For example, like Peach Fuzz come in the game and shoot with Prince Joshua. After a while, we forget the Prince Joshua shot with her. But if she blows up, we are gonna remember Prince Joshua shot with her. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So it's kind of like the advantage that women have, men don't have. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like we have to come in thinking as a business, treating as a production. We have to spend money. For all these motherfuckers that want to see you talk about some, I don't want to spend money, stop fooling yourself. You're going to have to kick out. Whether you're going to bring the girl to you or you're going to pay her. It's, it's also a nigga side too as well. Cause mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm gonna go back with like, the Prince Joshua because like you know because just how the way you said like if, if she comes big they're gonna remember to shoot yeah. if they don't she falls on the my, my, uh, face of the earth because like mm-hmm. guys I feel like we have it a, a little bit better longevity wise because like girls they, yeah you know, of course they they get to the goal at the door or they just burn out without them knowing because you have like corrupted agencies corrupted agents even like main like even I won't say mainstream companies but like just companies. Like that, basically, like you know, will like, toss you like little things, toss you like some money, extra money, like, some some you know whatever, and mm-hmm. just pretty much just then like don't try to feed you up, get as much things as you can, and then next thing you know, oh, I already have one of those things as it is on for you. Yeah. I need to find a new face, and they just feed you to the curve, and then mm-hmm. what? What's what's your next move? So now mm-hmm. everybody's being smarter now. Everybody's becoming like we ain't on becoming a content creator now. Like everybody's understanding the individual business of the asset because now. Back then, people wasn't seeing it. They was frowning upon content creators, and it was like just it was. They thought it was all cool, like basically you know getting buckets until COVID happened. And then mm-hmm. you know you see everybody be a content creator all of them. Yeah, yeah. I guess they, they make the money. They, there's no no one's not getting booked, so they got to yeah. focus on you know becoming the content. Like it, it took like a pandemic for people to uh, to realize. Okay, cool. Like I can understand that, and it's a it's an amazing thought. Like it's not shaming anyone. It's a beautiful and it's an amazing sight to see. Like it's just unfortunate mm-hmm. like a pandemic had to happen, but still at the same time though, everybody secured a bag by sitting down and actually learning how to like you know manage their content or like just anything. Mm-hmm. And people like like I said like not, don't really bash it what they have. Like they gotta work what they have. If they don't have mm-hmm. shit, they they may have like a twelve profit like at certain angles. Shit, if you have mm-hmm. a camera, like do it too. Damn! If mm-hmm. you have a GoPro, do it. I get it how you can. If you edit off of like HP, find the best software for your laptop. If you got mm-hmm. a Mac, you do that. But like when you see people with technology, don't like don't like shame or anything else like that. Provide them mm-hmm. other apps that you know refer to like you know software that's a, like that supports mm-hmm. that laptop or whichever you know like as just a new person in general. If you provide those resources, they're like okay, cool, and mm-hmm. they can better their production, better their brand, and they, and they feel more confident. And then they're shooting a lot more, and then they testing out shots. They learn the settings, you know, it's just pretty much all about like just being more, much more of as an editor yourself and as a performer and producer and knowing who to cater to as your fans and what your fans want as your fan needs and like pretty much build up from there. Most definitely. So yeah. with Peaches, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I see that you take the time to make yourself up look sexy look great on camera. Speak to looking professional on camera, looking like a sex symbol and looking your best to attract more more money versus other girls who just go on their little willy-nilly. Why is that important for you? Well, you know, for my brand, I feel like it's important. I, that's just how I speak for myself. Um, I won't just wake up and just get in a shoot. I might do it with you know, dorky because we giving the most authentic videos we can, you know. Um, yeah. But opposed to me shooting with another content creator or shooting with production, yes, I'm going to try to look my best because it's not, I'm not just shooting for my brand, looking the best for my brand, but I'm also working for somebody else and working with somebody else. So why would I not try to give them the best? That's just how I look at it. If you don't give somebody the best you, why do you think they're going to want to work with you again? Or why do you think they're going to want to book you and pay you again? See, she said a lot without saying much. With that being said, tell everybody where they can find y'all. Well, you can, uh, well, you can find me on Twitter, DorkDarian, Triple X. You can find me on um, Instagram, Dorks Rule the World. Find, um, you can type in all my links dot com slash dorky darren triple x i'm on many vids you can pretty much basically just search dorky darren on google something's gonna pop up tube sites porn hub x videos all that run that revenue checkup you know man dorky king that's on the gang fam you know 
And then Peach is on you, <laughs> babes. You can find me on Twitter at Peach underscore Fuzz, F-U-Z-6-9. Instagram is Peach S Crush. Mini Viz is, you know, Peach underscore Fuzz 69, you know. Um, but type in Peach F-U-Z-69.com. Hit up my videos, you know. Oh, and don't forget to tell them the club you at. Tell everybody when they come to Massachusetts where they can come see you live. Oh, you can come see me on center stage. You know, right now I'm working Saturdays and Sundays. I don't work too much, but you can come see me on center stage. Yeah, and y'all go there and make it rain for this lady, people. <laughs> so with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank y'all for coming through, and I definitely want y'all to come back as a couple, so we can really chop up some shit. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having us on your, on your platform and interviewing us. No doubt. Well, we Thank you for coming. Thank you. No, no, problem, no doubt. No doubt. Get it. No doubt. Y'all take care. All right, you too, my man.